This is Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. I'm Joe Reed, and this week we have the founder of Audiophile, Robin Witten, and she's going to let us know what she's been listening to and what she thinks about it. Hi, Robin. How are you? Good morning, Joe. So you're here, so I know there has to be at least one mystery. Praise God. <laughs> <laughs> Of course. Excellent. Of course. But I of course I'm gonna mix it up a little bit okay. too. <laughs> where 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 are we starting? Well, this is my chance to listen to a lot of variety, which is fun to encourage other people to try as well. I'm going to start with uh The Last Garden in England oh. by Julia Kelly, read by a wonderful ensemble of narrators, Sharomi Arsario. Marisa Collin, Danielle Cohen, Catherine Littrell, and Siobhan Waring. And this is a wonderful story for spring, for gardeners, and for anyone who enjoys a good Downton Abbey-like story. Now, is this a novel? Is this nonfiction? What, tell me, What's the premise here? It is a novel that spans multiple generations, really, and, and has three time periods, starting 1907, 1944, and 2020. So that's why I think the multiple narrators uh, work, mm -hmm. because each of them are taking the voice of one of the main women characters uh, in this story, uh, the really the evolution of a garden at uh, Grand Manor House, Highbury House. So the garden is really the star of the book. <laughs> yes, that's right. It that is very cool. And that's also perfect for you, perfect for me, and perfect for the season. <laughs> it, it is. And who doesn't love sort of a secret locked garden as oh. well as... Well, we all love the book, The Secret <laughs> that's Garden. Right. I still love that book. <laughs> Well, we have these different women from different time periods. Each of the narrators does a particularly good job because they're reflecting, I mean, it's written, the speech patterns are a little different. The writing style is a little different from 1907, where you have the original garden designer who is making her way as a, as a woman garden designer at a time when there was a lot of prejudice <laughs> against women doing pretty much anything, but garden design seemed to be okay. And then to 2020, the garden restoration gardener, Emma, and of course she has a very different life and the style is different. So the multiple narrators really work. Oh, it sounds great. And do we hear about what they're growing and what the garden looks like? Is it very visual? Can you smell that garden? <laughs> pretty much, pretty much <laughs> it is. I mean, you know, you get these, they're talking about the wonderful plantings, either when they are originally designed or, you know, cutting through the roses and talking about different roses that are being bred for certain colors. I mean, it's really quite visually beautiful. Is there a mystery that sort of goes through this? Is there something um, that links the women? There is. I mean, I would say it's more of uh, secrets. Yeah, I don't mean like a body in the garden, but something that needs to be unraveled. Yes, definitely. And the story strings you along because you really, you know, something has happened in the in the locked garden. You don't know what it is until almost the very end. It's a wonderful listen, perfect for this time of year. Well, why don't we hear a little now? What section will we be listening to? 
We're going to hear the 1907 time frame, and this is uh, Venetia Smith, who is the original designer of the garden. Okay, this is an excerpt from The Last Garden in England by Julia Kelly, read by Marisa Collin. Each new garden is like an unread book, its pages brimming with possibility. This morning, as I stood on the step to Highbury House, I nearly trembled with excitement. Every garden, every hard-fought commission feels like a triumph, and I am determined that Highbury House shall be my greatest effort yet. But I am rushing my story. I rang the bell, setting a dog off barking somewhere in the house, and waited, tugging at the lapels of my navy wool coat that looked so smart against the white of my shirt. Adam had approved of my appearance before sending me off on the train with a promise that he would look after the house and garden while I was in Warwickshire. I glanced around, wondering at how stark Highbury House looked, stripped of the wreaths and garlands that had merrily hung on doors and windows when I visited in December. I love that each new garden is like an unread book. <laughs> Lovely, isn't it? Isn't that beautiful? I like the tone of her voice, too. I mean, it sounds like a voice from the early 20th century, doesn't it? It does. I mean, I think that's what, um, and each of the the narrators sort of get that. And you've got the middle years, uh, 1944, during the war, and the house has been turned into a convalescent hospital. So you have soldiers and nurses. and But the style of the speech patterns and the tone, it's just right. Oh, it sounds, it really sounds like the perfect book to listen to when you're gardening. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> yeah. That is The Last Garden in England by Julia Kelly. It's read by Sharomi Arsario, Marisa Collin, Daniel Cohen, Catherine Littrell, and Siobhan Waring. This sounds like a wonderful suggestion, so thank you, Robin. <laughs> it's a good one to start the week. And I will talk to you tomorrow. We will, Joe. Okay. Support for Behind the Mic comes from Naxos Audiobooks. You know, Shakespeare inspired over 25 titles for Dickens' writing. Like the story of Hamlet, David Copperfield is the story of a boy trying to control his own destiny despite the duties he feels obligated to fulfill. You can find it at naxisaudiobooks.com. I'm Joe Reed. Talk to you tomorrow. Mm-hmm.